This is the pre-show for, what, 503? 503. 503. 503. 500. Sounds prime to me. Mm, yeah, it sounds prime, doesn't it? Sounds it sounds prime. Feels prime. 503, a prime number. Yes. Woo-woo. My prime detector is on point. <laughs> so what are, what are we drinking right now? Dogfish Head. Slighty, slightly mightly, slightly mighty locale IPA. Locale IPA. 95 calories. 3.6 grams of carbs. Interesting. So, okay. Monk fruit. Has monk Monk fruit fruit in it. Okay, here's what's interesting. Next after 503 is 509, then 521, so still a jump, 523, and then 541. 541. Okay. That's the 100th prime number. Ooh! <laughs> Which, 100 is not a prime number. No. So. You're falling for the trap yeah. of having 10 digits. Uh, is 97 a prime number? <laughs> is 97 an equally arbitrary number? <laughs> <laughs> but at, le- at least it's once removed from the... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, hey. Hey. It's July. It's hot. I went and tried to go on a hike. And then Greg's like, hey, let's do a show soon. I'm like, how about tonight? And I'm glad because I couldn't imagine going on like a two or three hour hike tonight. It would have been sweaty. It was hot. I went on like a 20 minute hike. 20 minutes. So uh, I brought for Jeff some um, Pollock Row. Okay. Uh, Karashi Mentakos. It's seasoned. So it should be, it should be uh, pretty much um, uh, thawed out. Yeah, it seems like it. If I can just get the shrink wrap off. So they freeze it, I think, uh, pretty... So so it doesn't degrade very mm-hmm. nicely. But then you have, you know, a day at most to, to enjoy. All right, so I thought it was going to be more like little eggs. It is little eggs. Okay. But they're in like a container Couch. thing. Yeah. Um, so Jeff has eaten it and he is it's good I'm just trying to figure out what it is oh it's getting spicy because of the seasoning Mm -hmm. let's see if I can eat the other half and you can eat the the Mm. thing too it's not uh, it's like a sausage you know container or whatever so this is um, the uh, I think they call it row. I don't know whether it's row or technically spermatozoa. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I, I think this is not the sperm. I think this is actually the row. Um, this is actually the eggs. Mm-hmm. Feels like the eggs. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty spicy. It's salty. As opposed to sweet. Mm-hmm. I know you've talked about really fresh stuff can be sweet. It's, uh, yeah. This is not. This is not a sweet thing. Yeah. But it is. 
seasoned mm-hmm. to be pretty spicy, and it's and he you know you had a whole one, I have a whole one too, but uh, in general they you know spread amongst like you use this as like a you can have you know one of these is pretty decent for an entire thing of spaghetti. You'll do a nice good oh, job okay. of seasoning it, but uh, I would eat. I mean, you could also put you know put uh, rice in this and do the sushi, mm-hmm. so it's not yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice ocean like quality to it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's um and now the now the seasoning is getting in, so yeah, the salt. It's but, a bit of a Cajun type seasoning actually. It's a I believe it's a it Japanese pepper. But it comes across kind of Cajun. Yeah. But it's a nice kind of a briny freshness to it. Mm-hmm. And um I think they're really tasty. <laughs> Good. Mm. I can just think of people who wouldn't eat, you wouldn't touch that, and it's like, man, you're missing out. Yeah, <clears throat> I had some sushi the other day. I was out, picked up some lunch, seven dollars sushi at Shop and Save. Mm. It was the good stuff. <laughs> it was fine, but yeah, need to go out for some real sushi sometime. I mean, the good stuff is ex- expensive if you would have get the good stuff but it, mm-hmm. it tends to be worth it although the weird thing is like I found places where you pay 60 bucks for a sushi meal and it's not really that much better than the giant mm-hmm. <laughs> the stuff you get at uh, yeah. a supermarket you really do have to get into the $100 range to get excellent sushi okay. would anyone taste it or do you have to have like a more practice palate to taste $100 sushi I mean I think you'd taste a difference yeah, I'm out of practice, and I still mm-hmm. easily taste a difference. Um, it has no, to do. The question with, would be: Could you taste it double blind, right? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could, because mm-hmm. it's all about the rice, really. Okay. I mean, anyone can get fresh fish, but getting the rice right, getting the texture right, is really paramount. Okay. Yeah. And why would you want to do a double blind anyway? I mean, part of sushi is looking at it. Well, I don't mean blind blind. I mean not knowing which one's oh. the twenty dollars sushi <laughs> and which one's the hundred dollars yeah. sushi. Yeah, but I could tell. Yeah. Unless it happened to be an excellent twenty dollars sushi place, yeah. which I would right. then go to all the time. <laughs> right. Right. But what I was saying is, you know, you have this expectation of your money not going to waste and you know, wanting the hundred dollars sushi to be good. Well, it's not that I want the. It's, it's not that like yes, yes, that's true. But it's, it's not that I want the expensive sushi. I'd rather have the expensive sushi be really cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go if there was a place you could get really cheap good sushi. I would go there all the time. But I haven't found any place that gets anywhere near like right. good quality sushi without it being expensive. And that that's the problem. Right. Um, but I mean, yes, for sure, there's absolutely a psychological effect of when you pay stuff, you, you want it to be worth it. But, um, uh, I, I don't think that that affects my view of, of the way sushi is around here. Right. You go to Japan, you can get cheap sushi. That's awesome. 
Okay. <laughs> like the the carousel sushi in Japan is like amazing. <laughs> it, it's the stuff that you know shame to be like it's so gross, and I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> What's the really expensive tuna? Is it bluefin or yeah, bluefin tuna? Um, and the super expensive kind is the otoro, which is the super fatty belly. Okay. So there's toro, which is the main, just uh, loin, and there's chutoro, which is the medium fatty belly, and then otoro is the really fatty belly. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's like butter. It's the best of the best, huh? Tokyo Store occasionally sells it. It's not terribly expensive. Like, they have a little loin for like 16 bucks. No, no, it doesn't sound too bad. Especially when you hear, like, the fish goes for, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars or a quarter million dollars. Well, I mean, yeah, those tunas are huge. Yeah. <clears throat> You're right. Oh, so, did I tell you this last week? I, I might have, I might not have, but Centralands Brewing, they're in the old spaghetti warehouse building in the Strip. Okay. Amazing food. We gotta go eat there. Okay. I've been there three times, and the food just continues to impress me. What did they, what did you have? So one of the things... Oh, I'll mention this one first because it's the more shocking. So imagine nachos, but instead of tortilla chips, it's pork rinds. Okay. (laughs) It's like so good. And then they tend to put... They make their own pimento cheese, which is what? Cheddar cheese and mayonnaise and something else. It's a a southern thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they tend to put their own... So they had a pimento cheese grilled cheese that I had, which was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then what was the other thing I had? I had... um, Oh, the pendo cheese was in the nachos, and then we had um, um, braised braised beef, just with uh, just the different sides. I can't remember what was on, but everything I've had so far has just been ridiculous. So uh, we got to go to Central Inns and check out their kitchen. I would also say, who, who has a good kitchen as a brewery? If you ever been to Mindful, okay, they actually have a decent I kitchen. Been to Mindful, we have other beers, yeah. But- um, they have a decent kitchen. Uh, okay. Decent to even really pretty good. Um, Where are they at? They're, um, Ka- not Carrick. Is it Carrick? Hmm. Where I used to work before we moved. Uh, yeah. South, like, South, South Hills. Hills. Okay. South Hills, kind of. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Um, it's a little bit of a trek for you, but... I, I find my way down there, that direction a little bit more these days. If only we could talk about it. <laughs> soon, soon. Yes, very soon. Um... What else? Anything else interesting has been happening? I can't say that I... Well, I, there is something I want to talk about, but we can talk about that actually in the main show. It relates to one of these beers that we have. Okay. This guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to know the story behind this thing. I mean, it looks like a homebrew. It is a homebrew. Oh, okay. That's why I thought FFF might have been like three Floyds. I'm like, did someone fill this out of like... FFF a... stands for Triple Forte. Okay. Oh, did Nick make this? Nick made oh, that. Oh, Okay. Uh, he was uh, in town just before it's his ship out IPA he's in, he's in town uh, just before he's, uh, so he is 
he is leave, he left on Tuesday. He's now uh, in basic. Good camp, huh? In basic. Get to shave his head. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> they make the musicians shave their heads. Weird. But he's gonna be there for like three months. Get out at like the end of August, and then almost immediately go into the AIT, which is the um, the training uh, thing for specialists. Okay, um, that's another three months, and then he's shipping off to Kentucky, an hour from Nashville. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he'll be there for. Probably a couple of years, then he'll probably go on a couple of year tour, and then uh, I think he's thinking about um, trying to make an international play like uh, Germany or something like that. That's cool. He's gonna pick up bourbon while he's in Kentucky, isn't he? <laughs> probably. <laughs> he'll get into bourbon like he got into beer. I mean, that's a good place to get into bourbon. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Yeah, looking forward to trying his homebrew. Is this his first homebrew? I think this is his second homebrew. Okay. Uh, I've had this, and it was pretty good. Huh. I was impressed. Huh. I've never called any of my IPAs pretty good, so... This was pretty good. <laughs> Intriguing. All right. So, uh, like, there there have been days where this would have won Craft Beer Radio. What? Yeah. Okay. We'll see if it's faded any since then, but it was pretty good when I had it. So. Awesome. Um, yeah, what if I, I've just been doing my thing, dealing with my thing. We'll talk about someday. Yeah. And um has to be something interesting. I can't remember. Nothing this week, though. This week's been pretty... Head down week. When Nick was in town, we went to the zoo on Sunday. Okay. That was for that picture that I sent you of, of me. Picture. When you kept when you kept messaging oh. me. Oh, butterfly one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I gotta make sure I'm sending messages to getting old and stupid. I am a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> you are. And uh, I thought that was a good picture. So, but that was the first time. That was the first time I had ever been to the zoo. Here. The aquarium was really cool. The aquarium was nice. I've been to better aquariums. Okay. Well. But uh, it was it, it was so cool. But like, I, I think back to the Boston Aquarium, which is like mm-hmm. amazing. I bet, I bet. Yeah. Um, but we saw. Let's see, we got close up with an elephant and got to pet it. Like for five bucks, we were crowd of six, so we all got to go and pet the elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I bit pictures with the elephant, and then. I don't know. We, we one of the, one of the reasons why I we went there is because. Uh, Nick had a friend who uh, his girlfriend worked used to work at the zoo and so was going to get us a little bit of a behind the scenes thing so we got a little bit of a behind the scenes at the educational center okay. and got to play around with a Buderang Buderang? I think that's what it's called Okay, Buderan? Buderan Okay, I don't even know what kind of creature that is I'm assuming it's a creature It is a creature Okay Um is it a mammal? It is a mammal. Okay. Uh, it from South America. Let's play a game here. <laughs> what can I infer from the name? 
Southeast Asia. Uh, okay. It is where is it? Binter Binterong. Binterong. Also called a bear cat. Oh, okay. What's interesting about the Binturong, uh, aside from, you know, it's just a, it's a big sort of cat-like okay. looking creature, mm-hmm. but it's not, I don't think it's related to cats too much. Okay. Um, it smells like popcorn. Really? It's urine, apparently. Hmm. It has a Di- smell. Lots of diacetyl. Not diacetyl, oh, but popcorn. In, in fact, uh, a chemical that comes out of pop. The same chemical, well, the same chemical come out of popped corn. Oh, okay. Uh, so, it has a urine that so it, and and it it has this urine kind of sprayed all over it for whatever reason, but it smells like popcorn. It's really interesting. You can smell her hands. It's like, yeah, it's popcorn <laughs> and urine. <laughs> um, interesting little creature. We couldn't play with it because it was apparently getting too too old. Mm-hmm. When it was young, it was really playful. When it was starting to get a little, no, a little yippy. Wild animals. Yep. The damn binturongs, pissing all over their fur, <laughs> making it smell like popcorn. I got to see behind the scenes. Let's see if there's any other pictures that were a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. So there was some parrots. Cages or macaws, yeah, macaws, and then there were these uh, other these little little alligators, oh, baby alligators, and these guys, which I don't know if they were foxes, they were something close to a fox, little baby, it's almost like a desert fox or something with the big ears, yeah, it might be a desert fox. The legs are interesting, right? They're almost like super long. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't have a lot. Of, they didn't have like things. I out saw from... when I was on the hike right before you. I saw this thing that looked like a gray squirrel, but its tail was like not fluffy. Like it was not a skin tail like a rat, but it was like just a sleek, sleek furred tail. I'm not sure what it was. I forget what this one was too. Something, some kind of. Some kind of primate, I believe, or something. You mean marsupial? Not a primate. Is it? I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's a snout. I don't think it's a primate. And a tail. It has a prehensile tail. It's grabbing onto her arm. That's that could be a primate. Or not a primate, a, a monkey. Yeah. A monkey. Well, that could be a primate. I don't think it's a monkey. I think it's... More like a closer to like lemurs and things. Could very well be. Um, then there was also let's see what else was in here. A porcupine, little white porcupine. That's cool. And yeah, here's a here's a picture of. The foxing up close, or closer. Okay. Cool. Anyway, oh, and I love these big, huge mealworms. That were like, man, those guys are <laughs> those guys are meaty. <laughs> yeah, these are big worms. So they got pictures of the fish. 
I got oh, I got a picture, and I thought I had it. It, w- it would have been great if I had captured it, but it, it was uh, an ostrich running around, and it looked like the ostrich. I thought I thought it was videotaping when it happened. It looked like the ostrich just sort of like came up pretty close to us, or sort of spread out its, its arms, was doing this thing, and then just pooped. <laughs> <laughs> walked away. It would have been so great because it looked like it was about to do like a little something cool. Yeah, Man, and then it did something shit. really cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, get on with the show. Yeah. All right. <laughs>